Hello there, pod people, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Lemonade Budget for Champagne Social Butterflies, the aspirational podcast for hopeless people. I'm actually recording this live, and it's not going to be edited, hence there's different music at the beginning. Um, Hopefully you heard that, and um, it's not going to be edited at all. This has just been recorded in the morning of Tuesday, like a day later than I normally publish. Um, And the reason for this is... (laughs) I'm really sorry, but I'm in Deadline City. Deadline City. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have had such a busy week. I'm exhausted. Right. So, first of all, I have been up editing and recording my contribution to Scribal Gathering, which is happening tonight, um, Tuesday the 8th of December. So if you head over to the virtual Scribal Gathering page on Facebook, you'll be able to watch it live. It's a two-hour show featuring lots and lots of awesome acts, and that is the Scribal Gathering that normally takes place uh, the first Tuesday of the month in Stony Stratford, Stony Stratford near Milton Keynes, beautiful little village, lovely, 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 and I love going there. Um, and uh, I have been contributing to that quite a lot in lockdown. <laughs> so I've submitted a little comedy skit regarding the song "You Can't Stop Christmas" by Robbie Williams. And I might include the audio of that next week if you miss it here. So I'll do that. Um, I have been intending to get an interview in this week, but the person I wanted to interview is still stuck in hospital, um, not having a great time. Um, but I'm really looking forward to being able to interview them. Uh, I'll, I'll let you more know more about that when I've definitely secured it because I made promises before and you don't keep make promises at Christmas um, because little boys and girls will cry when they don't get what they want. Uh, so, you know, I, I will let you know who is on my interview list when I actually have it done. <laughs> if anybody would like to be interviewed for this podcast just get in touch i will uh talk to comedians actors writers uh, creatives uh community leaders uh leaders uh inspirational people of all kinds um i want to know how you've been getting on what you've been doing and also if you don't want to come on for an interview what i would uh, like people to do is you know i don't have any sponsors for this podcast yet So I'm going to open my space up to you. If you have got something that you would like to plug really quickly, then I can let you do that in a little audio recording. If you also say in your recording what you would like for Christmas, yeah? So, so like, for example, Hello, my name is Derek Smalls, and I have got a new album out. That's not how he sounds. That's not how he sounds. (laughs) I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen uh, <laughs> Spinal Tap. I've got a new album out. <laughs> I also do many of the voices in The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, let's give this up. Uh, and also, what I would really like for Christmas is a beard trimmer. That, that kind of thing. You know, I would like some little zingers that I can put in my podcast, which I'll put out next week. And... Uh, uh, so this is going to be a very, really brief, brief, brief episode because I've got to go do my breakfast before work now as well. I've just been out to walk 
Harvey the dog. Uh, so I'm walking Harvey the dog by myself today. So he had quite the run through the fields. And the reason I'm walking him by myself today is that his owner, who I was out with yesterday, fell over on some black ice. Uh, it's that kind of ice that we, we, we talk about. It's like the most dangerous of ice. There's actually no such thing as black ice. It's just ice. But we go, oh, it's black ice. It's black ice, isn't it? So we were just walking up from the fields through the new estate. And the new estate, they've put uh, tarmacked pavements down, which are lovely in the summer. Then they're pristine because there's hardly any traffic that way. Uh, so they look really nice and neat and smooth. And... So my, my friend reckons that it's just natural runoff from the weather and because the pavement goes slightly downhill, it's formed little rivulets that are frozen there and that's what we trod on. But I think it looks to me very much like there's so much water that somebody had defrosted their car using water before they went to work yesterday. You know, like, it is a pain scraping your car. Um... But no, some people are really stupid and they, they throw water at the screen, which is great. It gets rid of the water, the ice on your screen, but it also forms a dangerous slick around where your car was for people to fall over. So don't do that. Just use your scraper or put like a blanket over your windscreen before you go to bed and the ice won't form. And uh, I think I was right because... One of the people who came out of the house and completely ignored us while they were taking their child to school, um, I said, I think someone's defrosted the car with water. And she said to me, like, oh, um, yeah, we don't have enough spaces on the driveway. We only have one space each. So I think she might have known somebody who'd parked there and had done that and got up earlier in the day and just gone to work and uh, defrosted their car with water to just for the quickest. And, you know, they're probably thinking, no one's going to walk on that pavement, are they? Because it's just up from the field, so there's hardly any people actually walk that way. But we did, and we both flipping fell over on the black ice. So, yeah, uh, that's my PSA, my public service announcement. Don't do that, people. Don't throw water on your car. I've got uh, effects on this little app here. So I could say, if you throw water on your car, this is what I will think of you. Ooh. It's boo. <laughs> um, and uh, this is the sound of us falling over. Because it did seem to take ages. <laughs> I mean, I fell over first. I kind of landed on the dog. <laughs> And then I just basically turned to say to my friend, be careful. And it was like slow motion tumbling through the air. You're like, ah. I've fallen. Oh, that, that sound effect goes on way too long. And then I, I, I didn't laugh at him. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> it's too much. That was, there's only a few effects on there. There's nothing that's really Christmassy. There's only, like, Halloween-y stuff and things like that. 
So, yeah, not great. Uh, so, I, I like this app. I like this app. It's kind of fun. But, you know, I do tend to go, mm, and basically a lot. And I like to get rid of those. <laughs> anyway, I had better get on. I'm planning to do myself some porridge for breakfast with some apples from my garden because I've only got a few left that are from my garden. They're starting to look a bit wrinkly. So they're only really good for cooking. And um, I think a nice apple and chestnut syrup porridge. Yeah, I've got my own chestnut syrup because I did the um, chestnut candied chestnut recipe from Aliette de Bodard's website and I had a lot of leftover chestnut syrup and I'm making my way through that one teaspoon at a time. One teaspoon because... That is one point on Weight Watchers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, I reckon anyway, I probably less sugar than a maple syrup, but you know. I'm trying to be good. So, anyway, I hope you're having a flipping great Advent. This is the first one we're doing in Advent, isn't it? Yes, because last week was a th- Monday the 30th of November. So I'm not giving this episode a title of a number of such, but I'm going to say it's bonus episode. Uh, it's me rattling on. I am going to be working quite hard over the next few weeks to try and get some anthology work done. So we opened up the anthology for Best of British Science Fiction last week. So I had my first submission in for that already. And I really should get on to all the people who asked me about it because I've just been so busy. I'm really sorry. Really sorry. I need to let you all know that it's open. And I am pestering my co-editor, Jamie. Jamie, if you listen to this, send me the work. Send me the work to go through for lyrical lockdown because I need that doing. And anthology for Arts Lab as well. I've got that on on the go. And... A million billion buzzing ideas in my head as well that I need to get down on paper for actually my own writing. Oh, speaking of writing, I also did a live broadcast last week for um, performers. So um, there are an awful lot of people who have, during this time, had a bit more time at home to get on with the idea of writing and performers do tend to write quite well because they know how to form a narrative you know to get people interested and come up with a satisfying conclusion to a story because you get used to doing it and you get that instant feedback from stage but what I've noticed is that an awful lot of people don't like the idea of getting critiqued I think it's natural once you know Steve Bennett's done it you you feel a little bit I don't want anyone to see my stuff ever again and say what it's like so there is this antipathy towards getting your stuff looked at by your peers and analysed and improved by other people before it goes out to to the world um so I did a video last week with some tips. Now, I knew, I kind of knew that there wouldn't be a great take-up live because people are scared of looking weak, I, I think. Um, so they don't like to say, hi, I'm here and I'm watching because I feel that this is, this is me you're talking to and uh, I don't want to admit that I am, um, you know, I, I don't know everything. So I have noticed that, I only had three people watching live, but so many people have watched it (laughs) since then. And I always thought, you you are not weak if you ask for advice. Somebody is an expert at what they do. We have 
and we're offering our time for free, then, you know, all I'm going to say is this is, this is a limited offer. I am not going to be available to ask, answer your questions next year when we're all kind of more back to normal because I will be still as busy as I am and busier. So I'm only saying just because, you know, I don't have a commute in the morning now that if you have questions about editing, I'm happy to answer. Now, I'm not happy to actually edit for you for nothing because that is a valuable commodity that I have. I am worth the money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Is there a money effect here? Where's no, there's no money effect. Um, there's, there's a magic spell. I am worth, I am worth everything. I'm worth. That's actually a sound effect from me at my last gig. So. Calm down guys, calm down. Um, yeah, so. One thing is like. If you want to know anything about the publishing industry, I'm happy to answer you. You can watch my video. Um, but what I don't want to see anymore, guys, I don't want to see is my fellow comedians publish books full of flipping typos and missing punctuation from page one. It's so off-putting. You're going to get your your friends and your family and some of your fans going, this is brilliant. But... Um, <laughs> You, you're going to turn off people who read regularly. Now, what I've done as well, I, I've decided to join the evil Goodreads. It used to be good, didn't it? Goodreads. But then Amazon took it over. But um, I thought if I join Goodreads, I can start reviewing books as soon as I finish them. And I've promised that I will do that now because I've been really neglectful of doing that over the past how many years? I've said to people, yeah, well, I'll leave a review, and then I don't get round to it. So what I've I've done is I joined Goodreads last month, and I've put, I think, five books down already. Um, it's actually encouraging me to read more. Um, now, what I, I will not do is leave a wholly bad review for somebody. If I, if I want to say something is good, I'll say it's good. And if something isn't, needs improve I'm not going to be all singing and praise I know some people like just getting just leave me a five star review oh who says that oh people with a podcast leave me a five star review I don't mind you four star reviews either guys I can take it um but I will leave an honest review of books with what people who will enjoy that that book because I think if somebody has taken the time to edit your work to sell it to a marketing department and get it out there you know that's it's 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 a good book isn't it if you're self-publishing another thing you you've got to do all of that shizzle yourself and it's harder it will be harder you'll you get that instant gratification of some money but you know and all the control you got all the control but you don't have that stamper quality on your stuff that any immediately do you so You've got an uphill struggle to get people to take you seriously. That's the thing. But um, I think it's it's been really, really good. I'm only really going to leave good reviews, really, because I'm only picking things that I like the sound of. I'm reading some of the, like the Amazon Prime reads. They, they offer you like a free book every month, and we've got that. So I've been reading some of the things that they offer. It's like a first read thing. 
So I'm more likely to not like those books as much because it's what they're, they're, they're selling to me, they're pushing at me. And what they're doing there is they're hoping that people leave enough reviews that it really push that book up. Um, but I've got like shelves bursting with books that I haven't read yet. And I'm making my way through them, guys. I'm making my way through all the books, all of the books. Really looking forward to reading Liz Williams soon. Um, she's got a new one out, which is the sequel to um, Comet Weather, which I'm going to read shortly. And that's called, uh, oh God, what is it, Blackthorn Winter? Uh, but it's very Christmassy, apparently. So I'm really looking forward to, to reading that. And I want to get hold of Mistletoe by Alison Littlewood as well. That sounds really awesome. And uh, I think uh, Sue Moorcroft has a Christmassy book out. So if you like your your, your romance, your, your chiclet, oh, I love I love Sue's writing as well. Um, so I'm going to get hold of those. Those will be new books that I'm going to add to my repertoire soon. But I've got like about a couple of hundred books to get through. I will I will do it. I'm going to treat this like I am a flipping Clark judge. Um. Yeah, so anyway, my phone's buzzing. I don't know if that's picking up on this app at all now. I'm trying to record a podcast. That it, apologies if that grated your ears. I, I'm not going to be able to edit out, unfortunately. I have managed to rattle on for 17 minutes, which is almost as long as a usual episode. <laughs> so um, enjoy whatever is behind your door on day eight of your calendar today and I will see you next week get in touch with me guys let me know if you have anything that you would like me to mention or if you'd like me to interview you and also if you have something for my anthology if you've published something this year that um, will fit into best of British science fiction the details will be going out shortly just but you could ask me so anyway Bye, everybody.